You're listening to Fortnite Podcast with your host, Too Loud TX and Monster Defense. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Fortnite Podcast. I'm your host, Too Loud TX, and here with me today, none other than the man himself getting ready to go to New York for the Fortnite World Cup event, the first one ever. My buddy and my friend, co-host, Mr. Monster D-Face. What's going on, buddy? Yo, we're back, guys. And not only are we back, I'm fully settled in Texas. I'm loving it. Me and me and two louder neighbors. It's yeah, happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. We are. We're neighbor. I'm gonna have to come down to your side of Texas pretty soon. You know, like I yes. don't know. I don't know if other states do this. You've lived in other states. I have never lived in any other state besides Texas. So, I mean, between me and you, we live in the same state, but it's still a five-hour drive for me to get to you. Okay, that's if I don't hit traffic, right? So. Like when you say I live in a state with somebody else, say in Florida or something. Now, Florida might be an exception because there is a pretty far distance from like Orlando to Miami, right? Or Pensacola to Miami or Tampa or something like that. But when you live in New York, I'm guessing if you said, hey, you live in New York, too, you could probably go see that person pretty easily. Literally for three dollars, you can jump on a train and be there (laughs) within an hour. And yeah, you're right. There's only a couple of states. But I feel like uh, it's like a world within itself. Texas is definitely one of them. Yeah, 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 for sure. Texas, pretty soon they're going to have a, I don't know if you know this since you you just started living here, but they they just passed last year a speed train to go from Dallas to Houston. Wow. Don't we need that? Yeah, yeah. Imagine you could fly out of DFW. That would give you another airport to fly out of, and you can get there in a matter of an hour, an hour and a half or something like that on the speed train. So gonna be something crazy that they're gonna do but when they do that i'll definitely see you more than probably like once a month or something like that but whenever yeah. that but that <laughs> won't be for like another 10 years so it'll be completely irrelevant by that point i'm sure um well without further ado i want to talk a little bit about you in this episode and everybody's like well why monster he's always on the show well the thing is is that a lot of you people that are here you either monster fans yeah y'all love monster i know that or and you might not have got to hear him the first time he came on which was like episode like 10 forever ago before he was my permanent co-host which is crazy right to think it dinosaur years man. yeah yeah, yeah. uh and, and so i kind of want to walk you everybody through that's a listener to to kind of uh number one see that hard work and dedication get you somewhere that's what i want to get out of this episode but also like you've been at this grind for a long time people might be like man monster's so lucky he just cast Fortnite and he got so lucky because i just asked him But there was a lot of work that came into this. And there's a lot of work that led up to you essentially going and casting. Monster, I don't know if you got this, but you're going to cast the largest esports event ever in history. Like more eyes are going to be on this than ever before in history. And you're going to be one of the faces on the screen. Just to start us off, like when you think about that, where you've come to, where you've gone, what does that do to you? Like, is that be like, holy crap, like I can't believe I'm doing this? Oh, the feeling is absolutely surreal. All the time you're on set, I'm just like, dude, I'm just a, a poor little kid from the Bronx, man. What am I doing here? My dad said that laptop I bought was a bad idea. Like, <laughs> you know, like what? what? So, um, yeah, I absolutely, man. I'm still speechless, and then I try my best to live as humble as possible because I, I don't know how we. We managed to push our way through the doors we've opened, but here we are. Yeah, man. Uh, it is, uh, it's a lot of hard work, dedication, and, and what I like to say, a blessing for sure from the man upstairs. But 
let's walk through this a little bit. Let's talk about before you were, and, and some people might know this, um, and I, I've tried, you know, I made a joke the other day in your stream. I'm trying to return you to your roots by getting you addicted to auto chest on mobile, but this is your roots. Your roots are mobile games. Like, tell me what got you to buy that first laptop that your dad said, hey, that's not a good idea. Or what got you to play your first mobile game? You're like, people are going to care if, if I stream this, like, it's a good idea. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll start with the, uh, let's start with the laptop because that was a big investment back in the day. Um, this is before the whole frenzy of, Hey, I want to be a streamer. It was more around the time of, Oh man, I want to be the next PewDiePie. I want to be the right, YouTuber. Right, right. YouTuber yep. It was more around that time. And, um, some of you guys might hear this as a throwback, but there was a little, uh, channel called machinima. This, <laughs> this, this is way back in the day. So machinima was like one of the biggest YouTube channels. And long story short, they had this viewer submission series where fans could submit gameplay. Right. And uh, Battlefield is just one of their headlining games. I was, and I thought I was really good at Battlefield. I was doing a lot of crazy plays. You know, we all, we all get our moments of gold and glory at home. And you're like, dang, man, I wish I recorded that. Bro, like, I, th I feel like, I feel like I'm Tifu every it. time I sit down to play Fortnite. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you know, like something happens and you just feel like, oh man, you get with your friends, you get with your cousins. You're like, dude, you should see this play, right? It's just part of that right. banter. But, I was having a lot of these moments. So I was like, nah, man, I want to get on this PC experience. So I took my financial aid check from college, my first check, a couple thousand dollars, and I bought a Asus gaming laptop. And my dad was like, you should have got a MacBook. What is this? And it was like, <laughs> dude, it was a heavy, bulky, big graphic card fan. You know what I mean? We're talking right, right. old, big gaming laptop. And he, was, he just thought it was the worst idea ever. And I thought... Oh man, he's gonna be—he's gonna be pissed, man. This guy's gonna be upset. But <laughs> everything I wanted to do, and because of that, I was able to start my live stream, start my recordings, and uh, you know, just get into finally archiving my gameplay. Now that leads us into how we got into mobile. Well, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I want to talk a little bit about that. I want to talk about like what was your dad's reaction? What were your parents' reactions? Like, you number one, you're going to college, which is a huge step anyways, yes, right? Yes. First in my family to like go to college period. So that was another big monumental step for my family, for, you know, my parents, they were very proud of me. Right. Um, very not proud of my purchase. Yeah, then then you, you go and buy a gaming laptop as soon as you yes. get into college. Yeah. Yeah. So it was uh, not what they expected, you know, <laughs> definitely not what they expected. Uh, growing up as poor as I grew up, um, you know, we, we didn't have the luxury of buying $2,000, you know, electronics per right, se. Right, right, right. You know, we're, we're very like check to check. We grew up. Um, so to, for me to do that, that was just like a big, like bad idea all the way across. They didn't see the logic behind it. Right. So you get, you get, you get that laptop and you said, here comes the mobile games, but you're playing Battlefield. Why you go to mobile games? So, uh, like, I was streaming Battlefield. I was streaming all these cool computer games. I was finally able to do it. But I was, I was always addicted to the silly phone game, Clash of Clans, man. When I say addicted, <laughs> I'm talking waking up in the middle of the night to open my phone and want to, like, collect my base to make a little bit of progression. But right? I was, like, damn good at it, too. So um, I just had this moment on stream one day where I'm, like, checking my phone, and I just said, dude, like, I don't even want to play the game that I'm streaming right now. I want to stream this game on my phone. Like, where do I begin? How do I do that? And no one on Twitch was doing it. Were you, it was maybe were you Monster D-Face then? Like, was that where you were going by? I'm, I'm always, yes, I was always Monster D-Face when I started on Twitch. And it, like, had I known that the gaming culture wasn't going to understand that 
you know, the art culture and gaming culture just didn't match. I was already an artist at the time, literally right. already known as a, a face, like the face, right? right. For Feedy, all that stuff. Um, so Monster Deface was just like the full kind of tag. Like my captain, uh, my my cousin, his his full tag was like Captain Mafe. I was Monster Deface, and I had another cousin who went by the Demon Asan. All so right, like, yeah, we all had these full elaborate graffiti tagger names. It, it was it was a, it's a whole culture. It's it's its own world. Um, so when I got into like the gaming community, I didn't think any different. I was just like, oh well, I'm just gonna go by my 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 tag like. What I'm pointing at some monster deface, deface for tagging and graffiti. Um, which if you guys have not seen my art, go on my Instagram, guys, you will be blown away about like my my skill. Yeah, I got skills. Like seriously, like, I am, that, yeah, I'm he, disgusting with the spray cans and stuff. So trust me when I say I'm an artist. Like I'm a real artist at heart first. I'm I'm still waiting for you to come to my house to paint this wall behind me. I don't care what shelves I have on it. I need you to come paint it. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, I, I built my art bench in the garage, so we'll, we'll be able to send something out nice soon. So one day you just say, you know what, I'm going to play Clash of Clans online. I'm, I'm going to play the game I'm waking up to try out, and yes. it just blew up. So I do that, and it was actually my, my first stream ever with Clash of Clans. It was my biggest stream to that date. Um, so like, How many people? Point, like 30 or 20 people. But to me, it was huge, right? I'm like, oh, yeah. So in my mind, I'm saying, is this what it feels like to start to make it? That's literally what I asked myself. Like, oh my gosh, I actually got a lot of people to show up without like, you know, it's not my cousin. This is not like, these are people genuinely. Yeah, you don't even know some of them. Yeah. Yes. Making chat activity, following the channel. And then it went from 20 followers, 30 followers, 50 followers, 100 followers a day. Once I hit, oh my gosh, I gained 100 followers today by itself. And at the end of the week, I was up over a thousand new followers. I was like, okay, this is the game that I'm not like, I'm not going to stop playing Clash of Clans. I know I'm going to blow up. This is it. This is it. I've, I'm making it. I figured it out. So during all of that, what were your parents saying to you? Like, what were they? You bought this laptop they thought you were crazy about. You're playing video games, which probably is already another sign of, holy crap, what is Monster actually doing? And, and now, holy crap, you're actually starting to maybe have some progress yeah no so yeah I'm, I'm seeing progress and i didn't so my my parents at this time i wasn't even living at home i moved out when i was 18 uh moved in with a girlfriend at the time or whatever so it was even it gets it's, it's it gets even weirder right so i'm the weird boyfriend who's like playing a phone game in the bedroom. <laughs> yes this is really weird uh a weird boyfriend who's gaming in the bedroom some stupid colorful phone game talking to my literally basically talking to myself in the bedroom yeah, yeah. Um, and and we're doing this we're I'm, I'm working a part-time job i'm still a full-time student in, uh at college like literally full-time so i was doing the grind i mean like every single thing at once um how many years was, ago how, how many years ago was this we're talking like seven years or so ago, right? What am I? I'm 26 like two, now. This is like 2012, 2010, 2012, yes. somewhere in that 2012 era. was when I made my Twitch account. Okay. By, by the end of 2012, I was already doing my first live streams and or recording gameplay. So uh. yes, this is, this is that long ago. Um, but, you know, through all that, I found my strides of success. I gained a big following. I got partnered on Twitch. And uh, eventually, I told my dad who got me a job at his job. I'm, I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate to that, right? You know, dad's always going to get yeah. their oldest, probably their first job, whatever that is, right? So um, 
I'm like, hey, dad, I'm going to go full time. I'm going to quit uh, my job that you got me. Yes, yes. And he's like, another, <laughs> no, what do you mean? Like, and the way I saw it, my, my logic, this is such bad logic, guys. I quit or I went full time with no real money in my bank account. It was just like, well, if I'm making $250 in a week uh, doing this halftime, if I go full time, I'll make $500 in a week. Right. You know, like just double the time. Duh. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 So, that was my logic. I did something along those lines. Uh, roll the stupid dice. Paid off, though. Managed to somehow make but, it work. But let's talk about it a little bit. You got to roll the dice at some point. Right. Like, yes. like at some point in any investment in any uh, entrepreneur, they got to roll the dice. The thing I think is so different about Twitch is there's some people that like literally they had no other dice to roll and they rolled the dice and their story came out on top. Right. Like those are some of the crazy extravagant ones that you're like, holy cow, like it just happened to work. You, though, yep. you went and grinded it out until you thought I could make it now. I can make 250 bucks a week, right? Yeah. And and pay the little bills I have. What was your girlfriend that, saying? Like, what was this girl that you were living with her in her room, chatting to yourself? What no, she? At first, it was like all cool, and then suddenly, all the attention was there, and it was just not cool anymore. But you know what? It is what it is. We're I'm young. I'm happy. I got out of that situation, right? Uh, it, it, you you learn. Where is she you, today, but, monster? That's the question. Where is she that today? Is, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is where I'm at. You know what I mean? So um it, it all it all worked out. You know, it really it really all did. And um yeah, like you said, one of those things back then, it was it was about rolling that dice. And at the yeah. time I just I was making just enough to handle the electricity bill, my phone bill, the things that I actually had to handle, then that was enough for me. I could get to school, you know, I could pay for my own fare, eat food every day. That was good. Like that was that was it. That was like the dream, right? You pay your bills. Through actually playing video games, this is that whole play video games for a living. You're lucky. I really felt that lucky to have the opportunity, and I didn't want to let it slip away. So I, I did. Also, it's important to note, guys. Although I went full time for any of you content creators out there, I finished my schooling. I did get at least my my associate's degree in college, and then I uh, did not re-enroll for for college. But I went actual full-time but and you aren't you aren't responsible for anybody but yourself at this point too which makes it a whole lot easier right like if i decided i want to be a streamer and i wanted to dedicate it would take a lot because i have a house i have three kids i have a wife you know like i have car payments uh so like that it wouldn't be as easy as a transition but for you you haven't do it at the right time and i think that's really one of the keys is like there are moments in all entrepreneurs that you, when, if you take that step, it's the right moment to take the step and you happen to take the step at the right moment. Um, which I, which is w- one of the things that's just so incredible about the story and how you made it through, but you make it through these four, the, the, this game and clash of clans is really the game that puts you on top. You become very familiar with the, with the mobile industry. We've talked about some of this offline before. It's how I know, but you, you you became very familiar with the with the mobile industry. You talked to a lot of the the developers in the mobile space. You have a lot of key. So what brought on the another jump? Right, you had a jump where you bought your laptop. That was one jump I think you can look at. Yeah. And then you have your second jump where you play Clash of Clans, right? And yeah. and, and you start getting your viewership. And My next jump was I invested in an actual gaming computer. Okay. This is the first time I ever fundraised from my community from my fan base. How much um, did you raise? I didn't think it was possible. We raised uh, at we. It was a troll 
moment on stream that happened i was like we're gonna raise four thousand dollars and like i, I was it was just we we're joking but the community really got behind me and they were like no we're gonna let's do this and then within a month or two we raised um i think about twenty eight hundred dollars and i threw it all into an wow. i buy power computer yeah um i threw it all into an i buy power uh i buy power computer during black friday and i got a you know dirty steal and that allowed me to make my next big jump into the computer, which opened up the doors of me really tasting what it's like to be a variety gamer and then start to build my brand. So when um, was, when was that? When did that happen? Like, like three years ago, two years ago, right before uh, Fortnite? When did, when did you get the computer? So I got partnered about a year into, uh, you know, my full time or took me about a year from, from streaming when it thinks to really take off. Right. Um, so I would say come, come around like 2015. Okay. I was just investing in my my first row compute computer by 2016 i definitely was already like all right dual pc setup suddenly now i was like i have something going on here and i was putting all of my money back into the rig this is how you guys know how quality hell bent but right. that's like kind of where it all started i took a lot of what i earned from my community um and put it back into the in, into the system into the rig and and just kept building the quality so you and you were so we talk a lot about like streamers being ready to talk to chat or to be able to manage chat. And you, you already had a key on that. Really what you were doing is preparing for that moment when you needed the gear you had to take it to the next level and getting ready yeah. for that jump. And Fortnite luck, luckily came out and you look, you grinded your butt away and you happened to be available when it was time to be available. Yeah, so this last year was my first year rebuilding the entire channel, which was another gamble for any of you guys out there. You got to think about it. I've focused all of my career, my time, my energy, my networking, and building a huge, strong, supportive community in this very tight niche space, this niche culture. Um, and then suddenly I have this new passion. And well, I found my way to success by following my passion, my grind, um, and what I had my interest in. And the way I saw it is, hey, listen, I love this new game and I'm sorry it's on PC and, and I know it's going to be different. But if whatever I did last time worked and got me here was because I truly felt in my heart and I love this game and I want to grind it, got me there. This is the same way I feel. I'm going to do this now. This is what I want to do. And that's, I guess, I guess that is the key to success because, hey, look, I made it work again this last year. Yeah, you year, took right? the risk so, again, bro. Like I did. I took the risk. I dropped everything. I was like going a hundred percent this time, and I'm gonna do it in this new game. This is what I want to do. I think and that's I, that's one of the craziest things about your story for me is that you you were like definitely one of the most successful streamers when it comes to Clash of Clans, right? I mean, you really well. Yeah. You, in fact, we've talked about before, and you can feel free to drop any names you want to, but. You, we talked before about how your key relationships then developed and set up your key relationships at Epic. Yes. Right? Um, one, of the, one of the craziest, uh, I guess, bits of irony in this whole story. There's so much more I can talk to you guys about, but this, very, this particular one is pretty special. At my, I guess my first TwitchCon, uh, I fly out, you know, I had the funds to fly myself out, take care of myself. We, we, uh, we come across this developer from chair games chair games i'm like oh chair games what the hell's a chair games yeah man? yeah, yeah. Who's but, chair you know, game? they approach me they're like hey we really want to do lunch uh we'll pay for it and um you know we want to show you this mobile game you know i'm the kind of guy the way i see it was well 
there was a point in my life when if someone came up to me and said, dude, I'll buy you lunch. I'm like, are you crazy? (laughs) So the way I felt was, you know what? I'm not going to just deny this guy. That's not who I am. I'll take you up on your lunch. Let's go check out your game. Let's see what you're passionate about. And uh, long story short, many years later, Chair Games actually turns out to be just under the umbrella of Epic Games. (laughs) Yes, which allowed me from that one guy from Chair Games I went to go do lunch with became a good friend of mine who said, hey, let me introduce you to some friends at Epic, by the way. Because, uh, yeah, you know, we're working on a mobile version of this Fortnite game that you play. I'm sure uh, they'd, they'd love to meet you. And I know you're a good guy because I remember you. Remember me. Uh, we, we went and did lunch and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I was yeah, just yeah. like, no way, dude. This guy, right, that that I was like, had no, like, no interest in. I don't know who you are. From chair games. From yeah. chair games. And I was just like, hey, let's do it, man. Why not, right? Let's hear your story. And, that, and that's another big part of the reason why um, you know, I'm, I'm a I'm a believer in that whole like be careful of who you say no to because that guy could be your boss next. I'm glad year, you yeah? didn't say no to me. I'm glad you, when <laughs> I came and asked you to join the podcast. Yeah, you imagine know? Troy's little Fortnite podcast DMZ slide, and I'm like, who's this guy? He's stealing my sound bites. Should I be yeah, mad yeah. at this? Stealing your, I'm stealing everything yours back then. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, you know, let's let's jump over to it. Why not? Why not? Let's go do it. No, that's a, I think that's a great point. Like the relationships you build today, you have no idea what effect they have later, right? Yeah. I think I think when you're like you're a kid and you're in high school, you know, you you might th- this happens a lot to people, right? Like they make fun of that girl or that boy in high school, and then they get out, and all of a sudden they're, they're very successful, very good looking, me. right? Like like yeah, everything. They're like, right? yo, man, look at this kid Tagger yeah, gets yeah, arrested. Yeah gets in trouble and he's always up to no good D's in high school. Goes to college, gets A's. Wait a second. He's on TV now. Wait, right, right, right. The like, largest yeah, like, game. So I, I, you know, I say that for all you out there that are, you know, entrepreneurs or wanting to build something is never discount a relationship, never discount a discussion. You don't know where they are or where they're coming from. You don't know who chairs games are. Maybe the next person you meet that asks you, Hey, let me have a moment of your time might be the next chairs game person out there. Uh, and I think that's, that's, what's so incredible. So you end up going and meeting some of these Fortnite people. You go to the first, you went to GDC, which is the first place that I saw you, right? It was at GDC with, with Epic, right? When uh, you were, well, my first, my first official Epic event was, uh, the PlayStation experience. Yeah. Yeah. PlayStation experience. But the first time I saw you and that was the first event. So tell let's, let's walk through that and then go to GDC. So how do you get invited to that event? What do you do at the PlayStation Expo? Um, so the way I got invited was at Twitch, the first, uh, Twitch presence that Fortnite had. That's when I, you know, formally met some people at, uh, Epic for the first time. Um, they were giving out basically hats and uh, gear. If you could win a game on the floor at their booth. And I was so good at the game back then, even back then, that's when I met myth and myth had just broke like a hundred wins. I had like 80 wins. I was just behind them. We were literally like the top quote unquote, you know, winners in right, Fortnite. Right, right. When it wins mattered. Um, so I met Myth for the first time. Anyways, I, I get on the booth. I show them what I got. And they, you know, they were impressed. I won my little victory royale hat. I made a little impression. I was like, yeah, I'm that guy. I, play I this wish game. I could have got my victory royale hat then. That's awesome. So, yeah, so it was a huge achievement for me. It was a big moment. It really made me feel good. Like, oh, I came to TwitchCon. I got to win, dude. Like, like, that was a special time for me. Um, but that did lead me into getting invited to the PlayStation experience, where they invited Myth, myself, uh, CD Underdurn, and Dr. Lupa. And uh, our our role there was to be content creators, influencers, jump on the floor, play some games, interact with fans. That was so that's so awesome, man. And uh, I remember watching that event. You guys were kind of like tucked away 
uh, at the PlayStation Experience, right? Like yeah, in a little yeah. corner. And I remember I mean, they, people they coming out. They didn't have no fancy booths, man. It was, you know, no lighting. It was just, it was just us, man. It was yeah. like a little... <laughs> little booth, little area, and it was Golden like anybody could come up right and play. And and Golden it, Boy yeah. was there; he was casting over us, so yeah. it was it was real janky, man. But that's that's the roots, you know. No, it, it's awesome. I mean, you look at. I remember uh, I've been fortunate enough to see a couple of scenes blow up, and I remember watching League of Legends blow up. And the first League of Legends event was like literally in a hotel bro like it was a little conference yeah. room in a hotel and they had some comp- like it was no- before like tsm was even tsm reginald was just yeah. playing as and so i remember all and it's really cool to watch these scenes grow up and develop as they are um and like i said then you, you go to gdc i think i saw you there they had live streamed the gdc event as well and epic was there really blew up they had like the ride llama do you remember that where you could ride the automated llama that they had at G- gdc that, that's when that's when fortnite was already on its uptrend yep yep it started getting really people, popular yeah, yeah. suddenly people were like fortnite 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 playing it yep so you, you end up doing all that and then you start casting Fortnite. Summer Skirmish, you, you cast with Zeke the first time. As your channel's growing, you're going through all this. But you get this opportunity to cast Fortnite, which is, I would say, another big jump, right? Another big overcoming hill that you came through in your career. Talk us through that, casting your first event. What would you do? What'd you prepare for? And what'd you do there? So I guess my, my like role at casting the first event, it was, it was almost like good timing again as well. Because prior to me, they had a lot of different faces and talents come up, yeah. But none of them knew the game. None of, none yeah. of them in the role that I fill in the role, which was educational style tips, commentary, etc. Right. They had Miff up. They had Daquan. Uh, they had Nick A30. They had Nick Merckx. But most of them just focus on entertainment, fun stuff, or professional gameplay. Yeah, I yeah. focus on teaching players the game. So when I got my first opportunity to cast. That's all I did. And back then, Fortnite was so magical. There was just so much to actually talk about. But I also brought my fast, spit-paced, play-by-play commentary to the, uh, to the set, to the stage, where no, none of the other casters had experience on that either. Right. And, you, and that did, was what was allowed me to stand out a little bit. Did you get some of that in your mobile space? Did you ever cast before? Or is this your first time casting? Like. So I, I had a little bit of experience of like working stages and whatnot um, with Clash Royale and, and some were Clash of Clans. But I would say Clash of Clans definitely prepared me for setting up like a tournament style environment and, and feel because there's this thing in Clash of Clans where two teams go toe to toe and uh, the attacks are live. So you watch them live and I would commentate over that just in real time. And little did I know that was building my experience for play by play commentary. Um, which translated so well to Fortnite when I knew the game and I just started play by playing. I didn't realize oh, wow. that at the time, but I was, uh, you know, equipped to cast. Right. And in the summer skirmish, we saw like one person come every week, but you were the first person to make a repeat appearance in summer yes. skirmish. So yeah. I want talk talk to everybody about that. Like, okay, you cast your first event, you go there. What did you feel like when you left? Number one, and you know, maybe anything you can tell us that they told you, Hey, you did a great job, whatever. And then what was it like coming back as the second time with Zeke? First, when I was first invited, I was just in my mind, I'm just thinking, dude, I don't, what am I doing here? Like, I'm not Nick Merckx, man. I ain't, I'm not Hamlin's like myth. Like these guys already blown up. Like, yeah, you know, I got my little following. I got people that watch me, but dude, like, no way. I don't stand up to Nick A30, right? Right. On this, on this fan base level. Like this was crazy. I was truly humbled to be there. Um, And then I took the opportunity 
and I had fun with it and I gave it my best shot and uh, Reddit response was crazy. They were like, this, this I remember. Guy, we love that. That's what we want. He's represented for the competitive community. I was like, whoa, like people are standing behind me and this is, this is dope. Um, and, and that, that wave ride, like I rode that wave for a long time. And that was what, when the next time came around, they were like, yo, you know, why get a random talent? Like people want more monster. Let's try and bring him back. But that people happened want because the monster baby people want the monster. Yeah. And, and you got to think about it at this time, golden and I had just also made friendship uh, because we, we did a small casting at PlayStation experience like a long time ago. Right. This is right now. Look at that moment. It was like months ago. Um, and golden had an opportunity. Golden was like, no, I want to cast that monster kid again. So Golden was also like kind of drawn to me. He, he thought I had potential. Right. And he also kind of like pulled me in and said, no, nah, let me do a show with him too. So that's where we did a uh, winter Royale together. And I had another opportunity again to kind of appear on the show. And by that point, I think I was, uh, you know, just slowly grooming myself and Golden obviously helped me level up, you know, years beyond where I would have that, otherwise. That, that's where you guys came out with the Bariqua boys, right? Yeah, at that point, we're like, hey, man, let's do this whole Casa thing, dude. All right, take me under your wing, dude. We're the Boricua boys. We, yeah. we jump on and we, we create our own little thing and we, we had a good time doing it. What a great person he is, right? Like, I know we had him on the show, but I got to take a moment because Alex is a phenomenal individual. Helped me as well. Um, really, really one of the, the nicest people and most humble people, right? Like, how humble yeah. is that brother, right? Like, holy cow. Yeah, he's, he's definitely a, a good guy, man. And like I said, he he just kind of spotted me out and and he thought you know what i want to give it another run with him and and it turned out to be awesome because we ended up doing many many more yeah what, one of the, sign- the signature duos for sure when it comes to world cup and i think you know you, you talk about uh there's other games that other scenes uh that that certain casters are like the head of the finale right they're the best of the finale and i think people love to watch you and uh and golden boy get up there and cast together uh, it's, uh, you know, the community response is incredible every time you guys do it because they love it. But obviously, uh, uh, you know, something that you've learned throughout, like you said, learning from from Alex and picking up things from him and going through all the stuff you have went through um, and those key people, you know, once again, like you said, a key person in, in your career, you know, you, you have the guy from chair gaming before you got you got Alex here, right? Uh, helping you grow in that aspect. What do you think it's been now? You've casted all these events. You've done the qualifiers leading up, which has just been an incredible learning experience, I'm sure, for you, but also an incredible experience to be a part of. You've, you've done all this stuff, man, and now you're headed to the World Cup. Like, you, you, you look back and you, you say, sorry, Dad, I bought that laptop. And you say, you know, sorry, girlfriend, I broke up with because you didn't like me playing Clash of Cans. You probably thought I was a nerd. Look at me now. Yeah. Right. And then you have you you encounter people throughout your career like the guy from Chair and like Alex Golden Boy and like Lady D Face who has supported you one hundred percent all the way through. By the way, you met her at that first TwitchCon you met Chair at, right? Yeah. Yeah. So all 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 this stuff you learned throughout the years and now you're headed to the World Cup for the largest game ever. What is it for you that you think I wanna make sure that I do two things? I want two answers from you. I want to make sure two things. Number one, what is it that you want to communicate to people out there that want to do what you do, right? And, no, and, no, and number two, what is it that you want most out of the World Cup? Maybe for you personally, maybe a prediction you want, maybe something you want to grow from. What is it for you that you want to, you want to take home from you when you leave New York in a couple of weeks? All right, so I'll start off with uh, 
Ols, Ols question one. The first one is at people that want to do stuff like you. What okay. is it that you would how, tell how, them? How to set people up to like really want to, you know, kind of break open the doors that I've managed to push through. Um, I, I would say don't focus on the numbers, focus on the content quality, make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. Um, because ultimately I wouldn't be where I'm at today if I wasn't, uh, consistent, persistent, and uh, determined to just find my own space and, and my own, you know, breath of air in this space. Because, uh, if you look at all of my content and the things that I do, I try different things, man. And, and why is because that's just a little creative spark in me that I say, you know what, I'm going to stand up and do this new series, weatherman style. Why not? Right. And, and I'll just go and do that. I don't care what yeah. you think. I appreciate your, you know, constructive feedback and your response, but I'm always doing things that I want to do my own creative projects that spark me and drive me personally. How do you um, stay motivated? Spark- what is it? What is it in that that keeps you motivated? Uh, I just love doing it. It's, it's literally like a more of a lifestyle, not a chore to me. Um, and that's why I don't ever force my content. I go live because I want to I drop a YouTube video because I want to like, dude, I'm dropping auto chess videos. They got like 50 views each. I don't care. I'm still putting three hours into that video. That I'm 25 of those views, by yeah. the way. <laughs> like, you know, like, but you know what? There was a time where my Fortnite videos would get that, that yeah. first 500 and I was so proud of it, you know? Yeah. And I feel the same way about my auto chest stuff because I'm like, dude, you know, when this video start, start breaking five, 10 K and people start riding my energy, suddenly I'm yeah. going to be like, hey, you know, I didn't change, you know, I don't care. You know, I'm still here because I love to do what I do yeah. on games that I love to play. So that's, that's that. Um, for, for any of you guys out there trying to break into any kind of space, this goes, you know, you know, universal truth, uh, follow your own creative spark and uh, keep pushing that man polish that up and then trust me when you get that to where it needs to be people will find you and people will uh you know gravitate towards your energy and your content and your quality and they're they'll they'll ride with you and that's how you build a brand around that um what i want to take away from world cup or what, what i would love to kind of uh, see unfold from world cup well epics already al- announced their next i guess like year right their next stretch there's tournaments weekly there's another world cup stretch I just want to kill this, uh, this event and uh, hopefully be on the roster for the year to come. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've made a, a big enough impression up until this point to where the people feel like it's not a, a Fortnite show if you know, they don't see some familiar faces around there. That's, that's my ultimate you know, goal and, yeah. and dream is to really hopefully make it feel like when you watch a Fortnite show, there's no monster. It doesn't quite feel right. Or something along those lines. No, but boys, there's, there's, it doesn't feel right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like if, if, if it's not all there, then then something's missing in the recipe. I want to be a part of that key ingredient. I want to be a key ingredient to the recipe to really make Fortnite feel like uh, the game that you want to watch and tune into. So that's that's my goal for my space in any game that I decide to cast or, or be a part of. Is to really just try and be a key ingredient to the to the secret sauce, man, and make it make it an awesome show. Well, I know we, we both said before the show it was going to be short, so much for a short show because we got carried away <laughs> with talking about your your events and, and what you went through. But hopefully everybody that listened to this enjoyed it. Hopefully you guys got to see a little bit of Monster that you haven't seen before or heard some of the background story that you haven't heard before, man. I'm so excited to see you in New York. Uh, I, I, you know, Obviously, we're friends and I love hanging out with you, but I'm excited to see everybody in New York. I'm excited to see this event happen because we are so invested and dedicated to this community. We yeah. love this community so much. And this is like 
you know, it's like the Super Bowl, right, man? It's like if you if you love NFL football and you watch all season and you get there and your team's there, like you're ready for the Super Bowl, and that's how I feel, yeah. man. I'm ready for the World yeah. Cup. I'm ready to meet, meet everybody and see everybody's faces. I know you're going to kill it. Congratulations to you, man, on the on the past year, year and a half. Uh, from, from me to you, I, I've seen you, how hard you work. I know how hard you work. Uh, and what I've realized by meeting you and, and becoming your friend is that being a content creator is not something necessarily that people just create and become. It's actually part of you and who you are and seeing you out there, like everywhere we go, you, 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 you got your GoPro, right? Or you're thinking about content and that's really who you are. And, um, and I can say, honestly, for everybody that's wondering, I can vouch for monster. He is truly a content creator at heart. He's always thinking about it no matter what we're doing. So, man, I'm excited to see you in New York, excited for what you've done. And, uh, you know, hey, look, we'll, we'll do this again in another year. You'll probably have a whole other story of what the last year brought you to from the last <laughs> oh, World no. Cup. So let's look Let's look forward to that. Let's do this again in a year. So, Who knows? Well, without further ado, guys, thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed the show. Make sure you shoot us a review. Make sure you send your emails directly to Monster at the Fortnite Podcast. Uh, at gmail.com so he can you know he can read all your complaints there he can see you know when he's on the plane to, to the world cup he can read your nice little message you have for him there uh but uh make sure make sure you send them all there fortnite podcast at gmail.com follow us on twitter at the fortnite podcast myself at two loud tx number two l-u-d-t-x monster d face m-o-n-s-t-e-r letter d f-a-c monster why don't you tell everybody where they can find you throughout the week yep as always guys find me on youtube at monster d face preferably content is up did start that second channel, Monster Talks, for Uh-oh. anyone interested right. in checking out, yeah, the auto chest. So we've been upgrading uh, stuff there. I just dropped my first patch notes for auto chest, so you know I'm committed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, at Monster Defense and all social medias, guys. Thank you guys for uh, having me again. And, and it's going to be a couple crazy weeks, guys. I forgot to mention this at the beginning of the show, but we're going to have a couple crazy weeks. I'm going to Miami for the Call of Duty finals. At the same time, Monster leaves in, in like a week exactly. That We're recording this on Monday the 15th. Lives in a week to go to New York for the World Cup. I will go to Miami. I'll come back, and then I fly two days later to the World Cup. So, uh, super excited uh, for what's going to happen in the next two weeks. But just stay with us. We're going to try to put out some mini episodes next week and the following week to get us through. Uh, but we definitely going to have some cool stuff for you. So make sure you stay tuned. Thank you so much to all of our patrons. Shout out to all you guys for supporting us. I have a special episode coming out for you guys from last week. Um, so that'll be coming up. So stay tuned. Thank you guys so much. And until next time, dance out those kills and boast in those victory royales.